welcome to episode 37 of Super Nerd Pals. I'm your host today, Andy. Here with me is Stan. Hello, what have we here? <laughs> and, and Chris. What's up, guys? I'm Lando Calrissian, in case St- you were wondering. St- Stan is Lando. Houtini! That should be, that sounds like a new Twitter handle. Stan is Lando. Stan is Lando. Stan is Lando. I'm not actually cool enough to be Lando. Who would you be then? I don't think anyone is. Who yeah. would I be? He'd be a Jawa. I'd be a Jawa. Or <laughs> I'd be R two D two about to blow up. <laughs> wow! Does that make Andy C three C three PO since she's your partner in crime? No, that makes Kirsty. Oh, okay. Yeah, Kirsty got like mega dibs on that <laughs> shit. Who are you? Who am I? I guess Yoda. Yoda. I'll speak are you going to speak in Yoda the entire podcast now? Backwards, I must speak. <laughs> That's a huge undertaking. Who would I be? Uh, Jabba the Hutt. Oh, oh, Anyway. Anyway, what's up, guys? Doing well. Stan's just here with his... With his Star yeah, Wars app. Stan just found... I love anything with a fucking soundboard on Stan it. Stan just found the Star Wars app, and we've been playing... Or he's been playing... Japan! Sound effects for the last 15 minutes, and it's amazing. No! That's a long one. It has a reverb on it. <laughs> no! That's like... like supreme reverb on that shit. Mine, mine is the... My favorite's a confused Vader, though. What? <laughs> what? He sounds Russian. He doesn't even sound like Vader. He's just like, what? Is that a soundbite from the original trilogy or the, the prequel trilogy? It had to have been. I don't know. What? Whatever time Vader was confused. It was no, probably, what? What? It was probably when he found out that Luke was his son. He was what? like, what? <laughs> what? But yeah. So news? Let's talk Let's about, talk some, about news. some news. All right. So my news for the week. I think it was announced two or three days ago. Rosario Dawson, uh, she's been casted as the voice of Batgirl in the upcoming Lego Batman movie. And I'm really excited about this because Rosario Dawson has serious geek chops and I love all of her work. Um, Just to recap what she's done in the past, she was in... Robert Rodriguez's and Frank Miller's uh, film adaptation of Sin City. She was Claire Temple in the Daredevil TV show. And she's also appearing uh, as Claire again in Jessica Jones. And she'll be joining the likes of Will Arnett as Batman. And he was Batman in like a movie, as we all know. And Michael Cera is going to be Robin. And a few episodes ago... Wait, Will Arnett? Will Arnett played Yeah, you didn't Batman? know that? From Arrested no, Development. No. <clears throat> Like a, I did not movie. know that. I fucking love. He's so good. Um, oh, uh, like uh, like I was saying before, a few episodes ago, we were talking about how Zach Galifianakis uh, was cast as the voice of the Joker, and that was a, that was a very interesting casting. So um, excited to see how all these characters interact. Like I said, a Lego adaptation of the Joker is like the only time you can see Zach Galifianakis as the Joker because yeah. he can't be dark. <laughs> I mean, do you think Mark Hamill can get away with a Lego Batman Joker? I mean, Mark Mark Hamill can get away with. I mean, I mean, like totally. Like, would it be like too anything. dark for children? Or I mean, 
Mark Hamill was Joker in Batman the Animated Series, which was four children at yeah. one point. But was it really four children? It was ahead of its time. Yes, it was really four <laughs> children. <laughs> Once upon a time, we weren't afraid to subject children to darker this themes. Is, I don't know, that fucking, what was it, the Judge episode? The very last episode of the series was with uh, Two-Face's third oh, personality. Yeah. Who's trying to, like, murder Two-Face. Yo, that episode was fucking crazy. What? <laughs> yeah, that's what I said at the end when they revealed who the judge was. Like, Harvey Dent. I was like, what? Batman Beyond in general no. was pretty dark. I mean, that was... I mean, I think Batman Beyond, and especially with uh, the movie Return of the Joker, especially that flashback scene. I saw Return of the Joker. That, that was pretty dark. Yeah, Mark Hamill. He's great. Hamble Schmamble. Mark Hamill's Mark Hamill's Let's see. Dawson, she's also done some other DC Universe animated work. Um, she voiced Wonder Woman in the Justice League Throne of Atlantis movie. And she is going to voice Artemis in an animated Wonder Woman movie. So, Rosario Dawson is well, really, really deep into the DC world. So, this this is perfect. Did any of you guys actually see Throne of Atlantis? No. That movie was so good. Was it? Yeah. That had like uh, Ocean Master and Black Manta, right? Black I love Man- Black Manta. Manta he's, yeah. he's my jam. He's like my favorite Aquaman villain. Black Manta, I, for a while I thought he was the only Aquaman <laughs> villain. Uh, point taken. <laughs> what about the dirty bubble? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! No, that's Mermaid Man. Was Mermaid Man Wait, what was, the, what was his other arch nemesis? It was like the the manta ray or something like that. Yeah, the manta ray. ray. And then it was funny when he took off his helmet. It was just nothing. <laughs> uh, at Comic Con, I, I don't remember if you guys um, recall, but there was a photo op where it was it was Mermaid Man, and it wasn't. God, I, I don't know my Aquaman mythos that well. It was the wife, the wife of Aquaman. And they were posing together. It was a really cool shot. I did not see that. But yeah, I guess so my bit of news is they officially changed Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan to Super Saiyan Blue. I call... I I, I want to recount. I think it's a travesty. I want Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan to be canon forever. I mean, we have a fucking show named after it. Exactly! And how fucking stupid it is. That's why they changed it to Super Saiyan. They were like, SMP doesn't approve, we don't approve. That's why it's Super Saiyan Pepsi Blue now. (laughs) I I still like my friend's name better. Blooper Saiyan. Super Blooper Saiyan. Uh, Blooper Saiyan God Goku. Super Saiyan Selsun Blue. Super Saiyan Selsun Blue. (laughs) So So they like, does that mean that they're not calling it God Form anymore? If it's just blue, if they drop the god from the name, so would Super Saiyan God be? I don't know. That's a good would Super question. Saiyan God be Super Saiyan Red? Is this going to be like Pokemon now, or Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan God. Alpha Sapphire, or Omega Ruby Red? So, so would Super Saiyan now be Super Saiyan Yellow? No, it's just Super Saiyan. Oh, because red, blue, yellow. Yeah, the primary I just colors. To go with the Pokemon yeah. joke. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. 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 Stench does not have that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I saw where you're going with that. I'm cutting you Stan off. Stan has laid down Don't the hammer. Stan is the judge. Stan, do you have a third personality now? Yes. 
His name his name is Vader. What? <laughs> no. But yeah, we were That was pretty much it for my news. Well, oh, we were looking dude. it up and um it's not it was revealed in a recent volume of the Dragon Ball Super manga. Not the TV show, but the manga. And I didn't know that there was a difference between the the anime and the manga. The manga, well, the anime is, is leading up to the events of Resurrection of F, or is it Battle of the Gods? No, no, Both. it's it, it's it's gonna reiterate uh, Battle of Gods, reiterate Resurrection of F, and then it's gonna go off into what Dragon Ball Super Manga okay. is. Yeah, but right now the ongoing manga so is it's, like it's it skipped I guess all that. It's going, Filler. Yeah, I think it's just going for the uh, for the people who haven't seen the movies. Mm. If that, it's if expanding that's on the possible. plots of both movies. It's the lead up to Battle of Gods, then it extends Battle of Gods into a much longer thing, and then the lead up to F, and then the events of F are going to be much longer. Hopefully, Vegeta actually gets some fucking time alone with Frieza. Maybe we'll get to see Super Saiyan God Vegeta. Yeah, probably, hopefully. maybe. Unless it's already happened. I'm not following the the manja. I'm, I'm not following anything. I'm not following the manja or the animo. <laughs> I'm not well versed with the animus or the manjo. The manjo kazooie. <laughs> the manjo kazooie. But yeah, in the, in the manjo, um, how the name change happened, um, Goku and Vegeta, they were square, or they're about to square off in a sparring match. And they were trying to figure out whether or not they're allowed to go into Super God, Super Saiyan mode. And Vegeta's like, yeah, let's totally do it. And Goku's like, um... He was stumbling over the name, so he asked if we could just change it. And then Weez was like, let's just change it to Super Saiyan Blue. And I was like, okay. So it's like a code name. (laughs) Honestly, you call whatever the fuck you want because there's no rules to that. They just make it as they go. I mean, Super Saiyans. I mean, so, f- fucking Goku made up the numbers. He named the, he made up the number system. No one, there was no rule book. I mean, Goku didn't even make up a number system because Super Saiyan two. He introduced it to Boo as Ascended Saiyan because he doesn't know shit. And then, <laughs> and then he was like, "And this is to go even further beyond." And then, you know, there was like five hours of ah, followed by this is Super Saiyan three. And then he fucked up Boo. Is that what he says in the manja, or is that the dub? That's the dub. So I wonder what he says in the manja. I don't give a fuck about the manja. You gotta, you gotta fucking follow the manja. The manja's the original. So? I'm the original. <laughs> no, you're not. Andy, you're the original Super Saiyan Blue? Blue Super Saiyan. There you go. That's my name. I just want to know if he's going to keep changing colors with every form, or if it's just going to be blue now. I think it's just going to be blue, then blue with electricity, then blue long too. blue hair, then... Then Blue Monkey. Blue Monkey. <laughs> Super God, Blue, something like Monkey, Rosario for and then And then after that, when he wants to go further than that, he's going to be green. When does he turn Diamond and Pearl? Uh, or X and Y. Black and White. Or Pikachu Edition. Pikachu. <laughs> Fuck. Isn't he already Pikachu Edition? No. No. It's different. He's going to get red cheeks. And a tail. Well, he already has a tail, but he's going to regrow his tail. His tail's going to get jagged. With with stripes. Half of it's going to turn yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. Just giving me this look like, 
You, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. Uh, go on with your news. I got news. You got news? Do you? Yeah, you got news. Who said that? Star Wars. Star Wars. All the Star Wars. This, this You've guy. been messaging me all week about Star, Star Wars news. You, you have to. <laughs> Don't black now, out. Now you have to reveal your news <laughs> in a Brooklyn accent. Over this past week, the Star Wars website announced that there would be a movie. And that movie would have ticket sales. And those tickets would go on sale Monday. Which, when you're listening, has already happened. <laughs> so I thought, I hope you bought them. Because now it's too late. So I hope you hear this message and you go back in time. And you purchase the tickets Monday night. Otherwise, I am sorry for your loss. <laughs> also, there was a poster... And it showed a man and a woman and a robot on the poster. Jar Jar Binks was conspicuously absent. <laughs> Speculation remains of where he went following the events of episode 6. If you ask me, I hope he was hit by a car <laughs> and left in a dumpster to die. Plot twist, like, like Shredder. Somewhere between into- Little Italy and... And Chinatown. <laughs> Why Jar Jar Binks was on Earth, I do not know. Perhaps there will be an anthology movie explaining the death of Jar Jar Binks. That was the news. Back to you, Andy. That was beautiful. Jesus. <laughs> that wasn't even... I don't even think that was Brooklyn accent. That was just... I don't know what that was. You, uh... Who did that sound like? Christopher Walken. That did not no, sound like Chris Walken. A little bit. Hell yeah. Chris, can you do Christopher Walken? Wow! My name is, is Christopher Walken, and I love Star Wars. Star, Star Wars. Wars! Jaja Binks! He's a, he's a prick! <laughs> this weekend, Star Wars came out with some news, and the news was good. <laughs> There was a poster of the Star Wars. Han Solo was on it. He is my favorite of the Star Wars. I thought Lando was. No, see, Christopher Walken's favorite is Han. Everyone, no, everyone's favorite character is Lando. What? That's how it is, right? It's life. We can't do impressions, so I'm. I, I apologize if you're listening. We do really bad impressions. You can, on you, can show. you can totally skip this part of the show, guys. Yeah, that's. It's too late to tell them now. <laughs> <laughs> just like it's too late to tell them about the ticket sales. Let's just go back, in, go time. back in time. Because now it's gonna be Back to the Future Day, and then they're gonna have fucking flux capacitors. Go back and then, time. and then when they go back to the future, everything's gonna be run by Biff, and there's gonna be no more Star Wars unless you pay a billion dollars per ticket. But there will be Jaws 16. There will be 19. 19. 19. I stand corrected. But Biff is such an asshole, he won't give us real hoverboards. We, we, we'll just stuck with those hoverboards that are not hoverboards, they're just segways without the handlebars, which makes me mad that people call them hoverboards. 
I'm sorry. I'm really, I'm really passionate wanna, about this issue. I, I see that. I want to, I want to get like a giant ass poster that says Biff for Prez, and then just post them whenever I see like fucking Donald Trump posters. I Donald just, Trump. Yeah, they have the same hairstyle like with older Biff. He, like, he totally has like that comb over. Kind of. So yeah, Star Wars released a, a new final poster, and ticket sales are supposed to go on two days ago. At like 8 p.m. Eastern Time, right after a new trailer drops, 8 I think. Fuck. I'll be at work. So there's going to be a full trailer, finally. No more teasers. Yeah. There was a teaser released. Poster already got there revealed. Was a, like, there... a teaser for the trailer, which is yeah. stupid. Yeah, it was a really short teaser. It was like a 15-second... It was a new <laughs> reel where it was Poe, was it Poe Dameron? He's, he's climbing out of the X-Wing and he crosses paths with, um, with Finn and they, they give like a, like a high five or, or they just, they just give each other like a knowing look and then Finn just looks into the camera like, it's just going to go down and then cuts to black. And it's like, da, na, 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 na. That. So that's it for Star Wars. And then, no, no, no never, never, never end. Star Wars will never end. Star Wars is eternal. <laughs> Star Wars never ends. Have any of you guys been reading Shattered Empire? Is that Kinda the? Sucks. Is that the? Does it? <laughs> yeah, that's the new novel that came out, right? I picked up the. No, that's no, it's the new comic book series. Oh, I, the I did not know. Book. Book is aftermath. I don't know. I I picked up the first three issues. I didn't get to read them yet. I think I read the first one. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Like I think I read the first one. You know what I'm excited about? What the marathon? The marathon. We're going. Select theaters are going to have all seven movies in a row, starting with The Phantom Menace at four in the morning, so you can sleep. And then ending with Force Awakens at 7 p.m. And those are the tickets that go on sale Monday, right? No, they're selling all the tickets. Just certain, you can buy tickets for the marathon. Oh, yeah, but those go on sale Monday. I think they all go on sale Monday. Yeah, we're going to go. Okay. It's going to be great. I want to I wanna do the marathon. I've never been excited for like a marathon. Like, you know how they have the ones for the Avengers? I actually went to the Toy Stories marathon. That's so cool. Well, that's three movies. That that's was not... fucking... But it was fucking awesome to relive my childhood just complete. Well, those movies are, you know... It was amazing. There was only three movies, so I would do that. I was so mad when... Um, yeah, but six? Edgar Wright's The World's End came out. There, There's a theater nearby that was doing all the Shot of the Dead Hot Fuzz marathons all at once. I missed it. It was it was during a work day, and I didn't know it was only a one day event. So I was like, no, like like Vader. I don't know if my boss is listening. I'm taking off that day. We're all taking off. Yeah, whatever day those movies. Yeah, I'm gonna take off, and then I'm gonna drive up to New York City, and I'm gonna meet up with you guys, and then. Since I work in retail, we're not supposed to be requesting those days off, and I'm gonna be like, listen, this day, this day is needed. I will die this day. Andy, you work the hardest parts of the the gaming retail season you know like black friday and christmas season you know you deserve one day oh oh and and thanksgiving, and thanksgiving day. day let's not forget that what yeah i work thanksgiving day black friday fucking christmas eve dude wait what are your hours at thanksgiving day that's that's that blows we're open like like 
eight hours. I think it's like eleven to eleven to six or some Who's shit. Who's like gonna that, go to, to GameStop at like five PM or like five thirty? Dude, you'd be you'd be so surprised. Wait, I, I said the same shit last year. What are we talking about? Because uh, <laughs> my job is open Thanksgiving Day. Isn't there like laws against that? So you were open Thanksgiving Day last year, right? Huh? Yeah, we were open Thanksgiving Day last year, and uh, that's what I said. I was like, "Who the fuck is gonna come on Thanksgiving Day?" So my manager only scheduled me and her for the whole day because we thought it was going to be dead as fuck. Nope, busiest day of Even my life. Even busier than Black Friday or Christmas Eve? or It was probably not busier than Black Friday. It was weird. Uh, most of the traffic was like people asking for Black Friday sales. And some of the Black Friday sales were active on, on Thanksgiving Day. Uh... So like some shit people just got access to early. That blows. I mean... People should be, like, at home with their families cooking turkey and gravy and mashed potatoes and not... Watching Star Wars. Watching Star Wars and not... Uh. All six it's movies. okay, so if I'm going to be working Thanksgiving, at least she can give me Star Wars yeah. Day. She better. Right? Yeah. Right? That's that a fair trade. Logical. Equivalent exchange. There you go. Alchemy. Yeah, alchemy, just 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 go up to your boss, just clap your hands, and just just be like, "I'm done," and just walk out. And just slap her in the face. She's gonna no, be like, "What the hell are you doing?" And I'm gonna be like, "Sorry, I forgot to write a transmutation circle." <laughs> oh no! If you bring in a philosopher's stone, you don't need it. I don't have a philosopher's stone. Well, we got some work to do. We have we have what like a month and a half. We can do this. How many people is the sacrifice? Uh, like uh, like a thousand uh, or something? Yeah. Shit? Maybe more. <laughs> the numbers are. Well, we can. We, they're relevant. Yes. But, you know. Anyway, moving on. Comics. Uh, <laughs> what do you have for comics, Stan? Kick it off. Slowly like getting over the fact you guys were contemplating killing a lot of people. <laughs> Just move past it. All right. Just move past it. Jeez. <laughs> You just won't so, be just one so you of them. can have the day off? You won't be one of them. <laughs> oh, man. Alright. So, <laughs> last week, we didn't get to, to cover it because we were talking about Comic-Con, but last week, Doctor Strange Doctor Strange number one came out. I'm not going to focus too much on it, but I'm going to recommend that you pick it up. If I'll second it. Stan was ranting at me about it early in the week, and I picked one up, and I read it. It's amazing. It's a really, really good title. It's got magic... It's got fake romance. It's got bad romance. It's got, it's got magic. Eldritch, it's got Cthulhu, H.P. Lovecraft sort of creatures and horrors going on. It sounds pretty fucking awesome. Doctor Strange is one half Tony Stark, one half Constantine. <laughs> he makes out with evil demons. Yeah. And then does it magic. Yeah, like, Stan's explanation of like, the first, like, five pages of the comic, like, just sold me. Like, Doctor Strange is investigating this demon that's possessing this kid in his dreams, and this demon witch lady, she's, like, this... It's, like, this arachno-demon, and she's, like, really attracted to him, and he figures it out by by casting a, a divination spell, and she... So, yeah, Doctor Strange is being a total badass. He, like, destroys all of her minions, and they're about to square off, and then in the end, they start making out... <laughs> It's like, it's like this is so great. 
And then it pans out into the like, real world, they... and he's in the trance. He's, like, floating. Yeah. And the two parents who hired him, they were looking at each other, like, weirdly. He's like, is he... Is he making kissing noises? And then, and then, and then, Doctor Strange just snaps out. Okay, the job's done. Your son's safe. He's like, it's, it's over. <laughs> Your kid's safe. So he he got hired to like exercise a home, and then he made out with yeah. the demon. Yeah, because the demon was really attracted to him, and the demon the demon she knows of his exploits. She's from like the thirteenth dimension, and even there, like they know of Doctor Strange's exploits. And Doctor Strange is like, she's in demand. Yeah. I know it. <laughs> My magic tells me she's into me, but it's uh it's really entertaining. And so if you like, if you like magic, if you like horror, you know, comedy, supernatural, horror, comedy, magic, yeah, it's it's worth yeah. it. So, but I chose this week to talk about Spider Gwen number one because they recently relaunched. Even though Secret Wars is not done, there's still at least two more issues of fucking Secret Wars, which keeps getting delayed. Which please finish the fucking series so we can all move on. Why? Why would they continue? Why would they reset the worlds and then still have secret wars going on? Money. They want. They they had this plan to relaunch Marvel in like this month, but Secret Wars got delayed, so they're still going on with the relaunch. And if you pick up certain books, you'll get spoiled about what happens certain aspects you see what characters like survived or whatever so yeah money 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 and plans and schedules but um there's no mention of Secret Wars in Spider-Gwen 1 and it essentially just picks up right where issue 5 left off you know Gwen's doing her thing Captain Stacy's doing his thing and the state of the world in in the new issue of Spider Gwen is you know the same. There's 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 no indication that anything happened out of the ordinary. Um, Gwen is trying to um, live on her own. Get her, she she's working in like a bodega, and there's there's this villain who keeps attacking the bodega, and he's called the Bodega Bandit. And I think he's my favorite supervillain. <laughs> Because he just shows up and he steals corn dogs and he's got like a dog with him who's got like a little <laughs> bandit mask on. And it's like, not you again, bodega bandit. Does he, does does he have any powers? Stop him? She, so the, the guy who owns the bodega is like, bodega bandit, you are actually the worst. Like, you are just the worst. And then apparently the, um, the lizard comes back and in Gwen's universe, the lizard was Peter Parker. So that raises some questions as to who the lizard is and if the lizard or if Peter's dead. Yeah, or if Peter's actually dead. And um he attacks um the lizard comes and he attacks Bodega Bandit's dog. <laughs> Not the dog, which is sad. And and later Gwen is trying to figure out where the li- the lizard is, so she tracks down the Bodega Bandit who lives in a dumpster. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and she's like, "Bodega Bandit, you are the worst." <laughs> But she finds him, like, sobbing. And she's like, Bodega Bandit, what happened? Are you okay, buddy? <laughs> so he goes from villain to, like, damn, I'm actually concerned about Bodega Bandit. Yeah. That's why he's, like, the greatest villain of 2015. But, um, so Gwen steals a bunch of... Well, she doesn't steal a bunch of... She takes a bunch of corn dogs and tries to track down the lizard. And you get a little flashback of how things were... 
when Peter was alive and his motivation to become the lizard. So overall, it's an interesting, it's an it's an interesting issue. It is a good jumping on point, sort of, in that they're explaining what happens before she becomes Spider Gwen, or the immediate, fo- immediately following her becoming Spider Gwen, more or less, Spider Woman, I guess. But it's it feels more like a continuation. It feels like this should have been issue six. Instead of a relaunch, but you know, it's Marvel. It's a relaunch. Everything's number one again, even though there's only been five issues of Spider One. But it's good. I, I would honestly suggest you read the first five issues of Spider One and the Edge of Spider Verse that introduced her before you pick this up. Even though it doesn't really, not too heavily tied to continuity, it's still it's still there. You know, it's not like an actual reboot like the numbering would suggest. It's still the same team as Jason Latour, Robbie Rodriguez. Still the same Spider-Gwen book. It's just, it's just another issue one. Just another issue one. Um, I'm really interested to see what happens with the Lizard and to fill in the blanks of Peter and Gwen's relationship and to see where it goes. So, I recommend it. If you, if you're, if you like Spider-Gwen, if you're interested, then this is a good, good place as any to start. But I would definitely recommend you read what came before because there's not much. It's not like they went through 700 issues of Amazing Spider-Man and then rebooted it once he died and came back, you know? It's just like, let's just number it. Stan, I have a question. Um, is it called <laughs> Spider-Gwen number one, or is it Radioactive Spider-Gwen? Because I, I was in the comic shop, and I no, didn't, I saw Radioactive Spider-Gwen. I didn't know if that was the issue you're talking about, or something different. That's the only... It's the same thing, but that's the only version of the cover that says radioactive. All the other comics, like the sketch cover, the... I, I got the regular cover, and it just says Spider-Gwen issue one. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. There's, I think... Well, at least <clears throat> the sketch cover, once you turn the page, it says radioactive Spider-Gwen, but none of the other ones. It's just... It's still Spider-Gwen. I, it just, I don't know why they called it radioactive. I, I figured that'd be cool title for it but it's just Spider-Gwen as far as I can see it's literally, it's literally just a continuation of the previous issues so it's not it's not like oh all new all different it's all same all the same <laughs> nothing nothing new all the same Spider-Gwen which is not a bad thing Spider-Gwen's a really great series and it's one of the it's just kind of annoying that they rebooted to issue one again they to didn't, continue they, as issue six. They really didn't have to. It's It was unnecessary for them to rebrand as issue one. The only reason why they did this for sales and to be like, this is a good jumping on point if you missed issue one. But, I mean, it's... It's not. I can see where they're coming from and doing that, where it's like, oh, we just... Everything is new again. But it's, she's not even in the regular Marvel Universe. She's still in Earth-65 or whatever it is. So there's really no reason other than, like... To give a little bump in sales and to trick me into buying fucking four variant covers, which I did. <laughs> you sound just as bad as me with Amazing. Yeah. I mean, because Amazing had like how many issues before it again rebooted to issue one? 20. Yeah. So that's better than fucking five. Howard the Duck is getting a, a new number one. There's only been five issues of that, too. And it's funny because if you see the new issue one for Howard Duck, it's like, oh, he's got a new hat now. <laughs> that's <laughs> all new, all different hat. I wonder if that's going to be the same. You picking that up? Howard the Duck? I have issue one of Howard the Duck from the original 
You didn't you didn't pick up all five? Nah, I just read issue one. I I might check out issue one of Howard the Duck again and just to see. I I want them to make fun of this stupid renumbering thing that they're. You doing. think they will? It's on the cover. Uh-huh. Howard Duck, all new hat, issue one. I didn't know that was the cover. I thought you were just making fun of. No, it. that's <laughs> that's legitimately what what it is on the cover. Look, let me bring it up. I don't know. I feel like that's something Deadpool will make fun of. And is is Gwenpool gonna be a, what's the, um, an ongoing or is that still Secret Wars? Um, no, that's that's um, Gwenpool is gonna be a single issue, like a one shot special. Really? Yeah, Gwenpool. I'm in that. It's it's the it's I don't know who's writing it, but it's um, it's Robbie Rodriguez is doing the art, and it's just Gwenpool. I remember seeing some pretty cool Gwenpool cosplays at Comic Con. I think I saw at least two. Really? I definitely didn't see any. I saw a lot of wannabe Spider-Gwen. Wait, wannabe? With, like, just the sweater. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, We Love Fine released a uh, a really cool fashion line based off, like, Spider-Gwen stuff. So they had, like, a, a hoodie and, like, a cardigan. And I don't know, like, certain websites out there, they, they sell, like, Spider-Gwen full-body bodysuits or Zentai suits. Trying to find the cover. Well, Stan's trying to find that. You want to talk about your yeah, comic? I can talk about it. Christopher. So, like Stan, I also highly recommend Doctor Strange number one, and I also highly recommend We Stand on Guard number four. And for oh wait, wait, I found it. Howard Duck number one. This issue, Howard gets a new hat. Yes, really. <laughs> uh, wow. Is it a fancier <laughs> hat or is it just a different hat? <clears throat> He's just standing around a he's bunch of hats. He's not even wearing a hat. Yeah, he's like, uh. he's just like, really? <laughs> and there's just, he's surrounded by hats. There's also, if you look at one of the, I guess it's the standard issue of it, it says, Howard Duck number one plus Gwenpool? What? So they're, so they're doing a crossover? I don't, I don't know if they're teasing a Gwenpool appearance. I don't know what they're doing. What What is this Gwenpool bullshit? I have no idea. Like, it makes no sense. Please stop. <laughs> Spider-Gwen's enough. Apparently not. I'm a Gwen Stacy fan, but even, you know, that being said, I'm still going to pick it up. <laughs> I didn't say Stan, I was... Stan's yeah. a part of the problem. <laughs> I, I didn't say I wasn't part of the problem. I'm totally part of the problem. <laughs> Stan, you're voting with your dollars. Oh, fuck these new number ones. Gonna, Let me buy them all. Watch, Stan's going to come home from school one day, and it's just going to be me, Chris, his mom, dad, and brother sitting in a room like, Stan, you have an issue. And he's going to be I've like, got four. I got <laughs> I've got all the variants. You're right. I have all the issues. New number one, I'll buy it. Every issue, Spider-Gwen is number one. They don't even go to two. Every month, Spider-Gwen number one. And it just continues the same story. And then, and then I'll buy it. Stan will buy four of the same variant. Like, four, four of the same issues, just different variants. Yeah. Gotta. Every month. Oh, is that... Is that the number one on the... Oh, I better buy four variants of it. <laughs> oh, Gwen's a chicken on this cover. Better buy it. Gwen has a new hat on this one. I need to buy it too. New hat? Gotta buy it. I wonder what's gonna happen if she ever changes her costume. People are gonna go... Oh, was that an X-Men number one? Gotta buy it. <laughs> Featuring Gwenpool. What if Gwenpool... Does Gwen have her own universe where she's like everyone? Night of the Living Gwenpools. That'd be so Wolverine. cool. Wolverine. Gwol- Wolverine. 
Gwen? Gwen Clops? Oh, is Gwen a tree in this one? Gotta buy that cover. Oh, is she a robot? Gotta buy it. I have a problem. <laughs> Alright, let's move on. Anyway. Go on, Chris. Enough of my problems. Now it's Woo! time for Chris's problems. All my problems. <laughs> um, so, like I was saying before, uh, I also recommend We Stand On Guard, number four. And for those who need a reminder or who are listening to this for the first time, I've been following this comic called We, we Stand On Guard by Brian K. Vaughn and art by Steve Scrooge? Scrooge? I don't know. Yeah. Scrooge? So, it's basically Red Dawn, except the Wolverines are a bunch of Canadians, and instead of the Russians, it's the U.S. invading Canada, being jerks. They're basically starting a war to pillage Canada of all of its water resources. And the U.S. is using drones and really questionable torture interrogation tactics. And the Canadians are like, screw you guys, we're going to fight back. And we're a ragtag army and we're going to use guerrilla tactics. And it's a, really, it's a really interesting, really harrowing political comic. And I highly recommend it. Uh, but the comic that I'm talking about this week is Batman 45. Um, I picked up a variant for this uh, it's one of the Monsters of the Month variant covers. So I frankly didn't like the original Capullo cover for this. I don't know. It's something, something about it didn't really interest me. It, it was um, the bat, the armored police bat suit in the background, and it was Jim Gordon in the in the bat suit in this weird pose, and he's like pointing a gun off. Hey, I love. That I didn't cover. like it. I don't know. That was I, a cool cover. I mean. I almost bought it because I liked it so much. I was like, oh, he's sexy. <laughs> Jim Gordon's sexy on this cover. What, um, what issue? Yeah. 45? I don't know. For me, I, I got this really cool Monsters of the Month variant where it's Batman, and he's this uh, six-armed mud swamp creature, and his he has, like, mandibles coming out of his mouth, and that's my cup of tea. That, that is kind of a cool cover, Chris. Yeah, see, right. Andy agrees with me. He thinks he's mad sexy on this cover, right? He is. He le- he looking like a sexy he's ballerina like, shooting a gun. Batman! <laughs> Batman's working it. That's what I would do if I was... <laughs> if I was Batman, I'd do that. <laughs> I just imagine you as Batman doing that. Batman! Just kick, <laughs> just kick down the door and just walk in. <laughs> Batman! Stan's gonna announce himself as Batman. Uh, now we'll know if if someone actually dresses as Batman and starts doing that. There, every every one of our listeners, Batman, aware. That's definitely Stan. Batman. I'm gonna have like little bombs that say that, so that way the villains think I'm over somewhere else. I'll just throw it and I'll just be like Batman, and it'll be down the hall. It's like fuck, he's over there. I'll be behind them, and then I'll like I'll smash their heads together, and I'll be like Batman. Yo, Stan, we were talking about how the Arkham Knight season pass was screwing us over. I'm like a Pokemon. All you I know, you know, name. in um, in Batman Arkham Knight, you had the Sonic boomerangs where it it makes like a distraction noise. It has to be that you just throw yeah. it, Batman. Batman. I can I can see Stan like trying to interrogate a person, Batman. <laughs> What, what do you want? Batman! <laughs> He's just gonna get frustrated, knock the guy out, move on to the next Stan, one. Stan, I wish there was 
a Broadway production of Batman and you audition and that will be your audition piece. You just <laughs> you just sw- waltz in there. Your whole Batman, audition. And that's it. You drop the I mic. Just, like, I like sneak behind someone and like choke them and I'm like, Batman. <laughs> I was like, drag him into the dark. I would do the same thing if I was fucking Big Boss. Big, Big Boss! And just like hold him up. <laughs> Big Boss! <laughs> Instead of saying spit it out, I'd be like, Big Boss. That's beautiful. And then, what about, I'm trying to think of like what Ocelot would say, you know, when you die. He's like, Boss? Boss! Big Boss! Big Boss! Big Boss! Big Boss! Uh. Stop fooling around, Big Boss! Are you alright, Big Boss? I'm just thinking... It's over. Please come home, I'm Big Boss. I'm just thinking of this in, like, Street Fighter. Like, Hadouken! <laughs> Shouken! <laughs> Shouken! Tiger! Hadouken! <laughs> Perfect! You win! <laughs> Japan! Uh. <laughs> God, this goes to like fucking everything. What the hell's going on? Okay, um, wow, that was great. So, Batman 45. Batman! Batman. From now on, that's how you have to, every time from now on on this show, when you have to say Batman, it's gotta be Batman. Okay, alright, let's let's start over. I reviewed Batman 45, and it was amazing. So, just for some, some recap. On Batman 43 and 44. <laughs> See, doesn't it make it better, like, automatically? You're more excited about talking true. about it because you're So on 43 and 44... Because he's using what? He's, he's saying Batman. Batman. I just wanted to do So on 43, um, Jim Gordon, he, he got himself into a really sticky situation. He was taking down these thugs that were given superpowers or super abilities by Gloom which is his new power player in Gotham City. And he gets stuck into this industrial furnace, and he's about to be crushed and burnt alive. That was the cliffhanger for 43. And then 44, it wasn't a follow-up to that storyline. It was, um, I guess, Capullo was taking a quick break from art, and it was uh, issued by Snyder and Azzarello, Brian Azzarello. And it was a flashback that took place during the aftermath of Batman Zero Year. Batman Zero Year arc. (laughs) And it was basically like a pseudo origin story of Bloom, uh, but not really. It It was more like the first ever canonical appearance of Bloom. So in Batman 45, we returned to... Jim Gordon's predicament, where he manages to get out of the the burning furnace, uh, he uses a batarang to ex- uh, to destroy some coolants, and then he's getting he's severely beaten and bruised, and he's burnt up, and he's getting ganged up by the demon, I think the the pig devil gang. He only escapes because uh, the police bat mech suit hops in and saves him. It's an interesting take on on Batman because this is not Bruce Wayne Batman and this is not 
Dick Grayson Batman. This is Jim Gordon Batman. I'm sorry, what? And and <laughs> Jim Gordon, he's clearly out of his element. This is a clearly different Batman who doesn't have or clearly different Batman what? who doesn't have <laughs> all the same types of training and skills and resources. So the original Bruce Wayne Batman could get out of the furnace like in a cinch, but. Jim Gordon, he has to think more on his feet or think out his moves, and he has more limitations than the original Batman. So it's interesting to see how the new types of struggles and how this new Kate Crusader or Batman like works out problems. Uh, unfortunately, due to the aftermath of this sting on the Devil Pig Gang, Jim Gordon Batman. Jim going to Batman. <laughs> he's he's being taken out of commission. He's like I'm by the. I'm never gonna review an issue of this again. <laughs> he's being taken out of commission by the police department. Um, so it also shows a different dynamic on Batman because Batman or Batman has always been. Um, a single lone vigilante. Well, single quotation marks because he has the Bat family. But this is the first time where Batman is an institution rather than a vigilante because he's controlled. He's basically a police entity, and the the Bat suit is powered by a corporation, which is Powers Industries. So this Batman is subject to a whole bunch of institutional. And bureaucratic controls, which gives it a new, more political spin on how this new vigilante operates in the city. Um, so, Jim Gordon's being retired. So, I mean, doesn't that, like, make him not a vigilante anymore? Uh, well, he's a glorified, he's just a yeah, he's a no. glorified cop. He's just, he's just a lante. He's a lante. He's a lante? He's a lante. He's not, he's not a vigilante. No, he's just a lante. Does anyone else knows that Jim is Yeah, it's Batman. public knowledge that he's Batman. Um, and well, it's he almost can't really like, work with like scaring people. Yeah, yeah, for real. But that must not work. Just like the end of fucking Arkham Knight, where we knew Bruce yeah. Wayne. Like, I was just gonna beat you <laughs> up, playboy. Wait, what did you, what did you name him? Uh, Bruce. Who, who did oh, Bruce, Bruce Wong? Wong. Bruce Wong. <laughs> Bruce. That's that's the nightfall ending. He just changes Bruce his name. <laughs> I am now Bruce Wong. Or he just convinces everyone that it was Bruce Wong <laughs> and not Bruce Wayne. Um, dude, dude, I swear it was Bruce Wong. Seriously, Bruce Wayne has the resources to like go through every single governmental record and change everything to Bruce Wong, or to point all evidence to Bruce Wong. I mean, honestly, honestly, he can just exactly. use the back computer and do that all himself. He, he doesn't even have to do it. He can get Lucius Fox to do it for him. He's like, I can't deal with this right now. They should have did the same thing for Nightwing. It's like, oh, it wasn't Dick Grayson. It was Dick Wong. <laughs> so then way Dick Grayson could just go back and be Nightwing. Because <laughs> it turns out it was actually Dick Wong this the whole, whole time. The whole time. I mean, I guess that's what Dick... I guess that's what the Grayson comic is leading up to. <laughs> to Batman changing him to Dick Wong. But you know what? Batgirl wasn't fooled because she knows by the, the shape of his ass. There you go. 
She's like the only one that I've ever known. Well, except for the Midnighter. Oh, oh, his ass. Oh, that's Dick. No, fucking Solid Snake did that in the first Metal Gear Solid. I've never. He he knew that Meryl was disguised as one of the guards because he was like checking out her ass. He's like, there ain't no guard with an ass like that. So he knew it was Meryl. That later in the game, you ha- when you're playing the game, you have to look at the soldiers' asses to figure out which ones. Are you serious? Did, it, did you have to like guys. zoom in and like you, take photos or what? No, you don't take full. You I don't know. Pervert? Come on, <laughs> you're just looking to make sure that the ass that you're checking out is Merrill's and not like the other soldiers. So once you figure out which ass it is, then you contact them. So, so what you're saying is, there's a part of this game where you just have to check out ass. I'm PS1 graphics, so it's all polygonal. 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 Anyway, back to Batman. A, they don't even tell you though. It's like. Um, so Jim Gordon's being retired. We got, we got distracted by Grayson's is... ass, as what? usual. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I give up, guys. He said we got distracted uh, by Grayson's course, ass, as usual. Course. It's a beautiful ass, sculpted from marble, <laughs> like a Greek statue. I want to pull that out. That's going in the description of the episode. No, let, let That's be, a beautiful ass. Let this be known that we have to pull out that sound thing for our fucking soundboard. Pull out that clip of him saying that. I'm letting you know for the future so you remember. That's got to be part of the soundboard. It's a beautiful ass. It's a beautiful ass. Um, I'm sorry. This is the longest review I've ever... I've I've had ever. Sorry. (laughs) I just need to get through this. Alright, so... Jim Gordon is, is being retired. And all of a sudden... Bloom takes control of... One of the bat... It's not a bat blimp. It's like a, a bat UFO. It's like the it's like a flying bat headquarters. Uh, Jim Gordon's handlers can control the suit and monitor his vitals. But it crashes through the building. And Loom... Oh, I'm sorry. Gloom comes out. And he kills a bunch of, of the people. Like the politicians and bureaucrats who are attending the party. And he's like, yeah, why are you guys leaving? The party's just starting. So he, shit's going to go down, and he's going to kill a lot of people. Um, interspersed with the Jim Gordon retirement arc, we find out more about Bruce. It ties back to events of Endgame, where in Endgame, the Joker breaks into the Batcave and steals a whole bunch of... Well, he steals all of... Bruce's uh, trophies and puts them on parade. All these trophies, like the giant Penny, the giant Joker car, the the animatronic T Rex, it's rotting in the junkyard behind the children's shelter that Bruce works at. And all the kids are really afraid of it. Bruce is struggling with it because it's a reminder of how much Gotham City has suffered and how the children. Still, they still subconsciously believe that despite that the Joker being gone, there's some, Gotham City always has like some new evil coming, so they're really afraid of it uh, or what it represents. So Bruce Wayne is really struggling, but eventually he he reconverts the trophies. He like he instead of being like horrific scrap heaps, he makes it into like a, a brand new playground. And which is symbolic of him being like, you know, this city has fought to live and move on. These trophies shouldn't be feared. They should be celebrated. 
And there's a smaller subplot where, um, what's his name? Duke? That's his name, right? The, the lead character from We Are Robin. So Duke, he's yeah. been doing some investigative work about the origins of, of Gloom. So he's helping Batman. Or, he's helping Batman for that. Uh, so uh, Duke, he, he finds one of the seeds that Gloom has been distributing that gives the superpowers to all the thugs. And he's, he, get, he gives it to Daryl, who's the designer of the police bat suit, to analyze. So that's another side plot that's going on in this issue. So that that review took really long. I'm sorry, but uh, but this is a really great issue. It, it toyed around with some interesting ideas, and uh, yeah, so I, I, I highly recommend it. Sounds like yeah, a they juggle a lot too. Um, but Snyder's a great writer, so he could he pulls it off with with ease. And as always, Capullo's art is amazing, and I I'm really I want to see an issue. With like straight up more focus on gloom, because we've only seen him in glimpses and like subtle teases, and we still don't we still don't know a lot about him. Even though we we got like a sort of origin issue in forty four, and we see him sort of in action. Like he we see him actually kill people, but I just I, it looks like the next issue is gonna be a full on gloom versus Batman issue. We're just they're just gonna roll full-out battle royale. So I'm really excited for the next issue. Oh, sure. So, Walking Dead, right? Yeah, Walking Dead. So this month's issue <coughs> of Walking Dead pretty much just picked up from uh, last month's issue where, like, it leaves off on a cliffhanger of Eugene speaking to... Who was it? Fucking Rick and Andrea about Alpha, who murdered, like... A lot of fucking people. I think it was like 45 or 50 people. And she put all their heads on like um, stakes to mark to mark the, uh, the territories. So Eugene wants to use Lydia, which is Alpha's daughter, as bait to get at Alpha. The whole, the whole plot is just like Rick pretty much telling him that the idea is not going to work because she's going to call the bluff. And then Eugene's, like, it gets to the point where Eugene's like, well, maybe it won't be a bluff. Like, maybe we'll fucking murder her. And Rick is like, uh, the fuck? <laughs> like, what just happened? So, uh, Rick, in the mist of the night, escorts Carl and Lydia to another one of the communities, the hilltop, because he believes that they'll be safer there than Alexandria. I don't know. We we finally got to see like Michonne show real like sadness. It was really strange. She like broke down crying. Wait, what was she sad it was, about? It was just really weird. Uh, cause one of the people that got murdered was Ezekiel, and for those of you who don't know, Ezekiel was um, Michonne's latest love interest, but she pushed him away in fear of not being good enough mm. for him, and. Uh, when he died, it, like, hit her really hard because she was like, well, if I was with him, like, I could have made him a stronger man or, like, I could have protected him. And uh, Rick pretty much told them, like, it sounds fucked up, but it took Lori and my daughter's death for me to find true happiness. And he was like, maybe Ezekiel was that death for you. Like, now that, now that like, 
you're going through this shit, like maybe now you can be able to find true happiness. Rick Grimes should not be a and therapist. That's a, Rick states in the pretty ish. messed up. Well, Rick, Rick does. I mean, I understand where Rick's coming from because he said that like him and Lori did not have the best relationship, and like, and what he describes, him and Andrea have like like a perfect relationship where nothing is nothing is is like hidden from each other and uh they survive together they live together the way he describes it is that he is more closer to Andrea than he ever was or would be to Lori so Rick Rick feels he's found like complete happiness with Andrea which is interesting because it took a fucking zombie apocalypse for Rick to realize that his wife is this cheating slut. Wow. Well, she wound up sleeping well, with his, thought, well, uh, his I partner. Mean, she thought and then, like, Rick was dead. Yeah, but it didn't take long. But Shane was pretty aggressive long. about Rick it, was too. Only right? Wait, I mean, like, how, how, how different like was the show and the comic in terms of like the Shane-Laurie relationship? It was It was weird. It was mm-hmm. like it was definitely different. I feel the uh, the comic books did it more intensely. Like that shit, that shit was intense. And um, it's weird enough because in the show, Rick goes back to like kill Shane out of mercy from like mm-hmm. after he becomes a Walker. In the comics, Rick actually uses Shane as a theory because Rick realizes like. Well, this person wasn't bitten, but they turned into a zombie. I know Shane yeah, so wasn't Rick bitten. Yeah, so Rick digs Shane back up, and he's a zombie, and then he actually kills him for good, right? Yeah, yeah. So instead of Rick doing it out of mercy, Rick did it out of like, gee, I wonder if if we're all infected. Let me go see what, like Shane, and then he kills Shane. I don't know. I didn't. I don't like the whole. Laurie Shane thing. I don't like Shane as a character. I don't like Laurie as a character. I love Rick. I love Andrea. And them as so a couple are you, is are you upset that Andrea and Rick aren't and a Carl thing in the calls TV her show? Mom. Not really. Uh, Andrea and the TV show annoyed the fuck out of me. Uh, I've been saying since like season two that that bitch yeah, had. Yeah, I was on. really annoyed by her. I think <laughs> she, like, she did so many stupid things. Like she like shot Daryl. She was such a strong person in the uh, in the comics. She still is. She's such a like one of the strongest characters, I believe. She learns how to shoot really late. Like uh, she gets her sniper skills probably in the prison. She's also the one who teaches Rick how to shoot with his left hand. Because Rick, once he loses his right hand, he's like he doesn't use a gun mm-hmm. for a while. He's only using like a knife. And then Andrea's like. This is uh, this is fucking ridiculous. You need to learn how to use a gun again, but with your, and then she teaches Rick. So I feel like it was ever since that that their relationship built. And once they hooked up, it was just like a moment that I was like, yes, finally. But I feel like her character got replaced by Sasha. I don't know. Sasha's Sasha's a weird, oh, really weird character. Her personality seems like. Uh, comic book Carol mixed with comic book Andrea, which is weird because comic book Carol is really unstable and yeah, she ends up committing yeah. suicide. You're talking about TV show Sasha, right? Oh, she's not. Okay, yeah, Sasha's yeah, not Sasha, in Sasha right now, like special, like 
especially in like the last two episodes, or well, during the pilot, well, especially in the fifth season, like she's extremely unhinged. Yeah, but you see, you see where Sasha is when she's in that like lookout picking off zombies. That's what Andrea was doing in the comic books, and for a while, like we wouldn't see Andrea for like six, seven issues, and then you'll get like one glimpse of her killing Mm. zombies off the wall. And that's I don't know. I feel like Sasha completely yeah, I can replaced see that. her. I can see that now. Sasha's not one of my more favorite characters. I don't know. I mean, she has reasons to be unstable, but like the way the ways they're manifesting, like she's going off on her own hunting, and she's lying down in a like a mass grave of zombies, and it's like, okay, um, I don't know what you're doing. So living in the zombie apocalypse is pretty crappy. So I guess that anything could happen. But yeah, that, that was pretty much all that happened in the issue. Oh, and once they, they were like halfway to um, the hilltop and uh, the whole reason that they brought Lydia to the to Alexandria was because they convinced Lydia that she would be safe and she wouldn't have to fear people hurting her again because that's what happened in like Alpha's group. Lydia just starts questioning them like, well... You told me I would be safe, and now we're running because you're in fear that your people will kill me. Like, what the fuck? And then she pulls out a gun on on Andrea and Carl. So, that's where the, the issue leads off. And, uh, leaves me wondering what's gonna happen next. Yeah, Lydia's, Lydia's an awesome character. She's, uh, she's grown to be one of my favorites, also. She's, uh... She's like maybe 14 or 15. Uh, maybe she's older. She might be like 16 or 17. And she's... I don't know. This zombie apocalypse like fucked her up mentally. And uh, it's it's interesting to see how like Carl, who's the same age as her, is like perfectly mentally stable. Even though he got shot in the face and like all this shit's happened to him. And then you see this perspective where like she's lived with a shitty group that has, like, tortured her and raped her for most of the zombie apocalypse. It's crazy. So, you guys, you guys were part of the Star Wars Battlefront beta. How was that? Yo, that beta was fucking awesome. How much of it did you play? I've played a lot of survival. I played survival a lot. Did you play, like, the bigger maps? Like, the Hoth battle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are the only two things you can do. After the beta, which is what betas are supposed to do, they realize that the Hoth map is too, like, um, too unfair. Yeah, it's really heavily geared towards the um, Empire. Yeah. Which, which is, you know, canon, because the Rebels don't win the Battle of Hoth. No, but, I mean, it, it gives a really unfair advantage. So they're, like, like evening out. So, the way it starts is, like, the Empire starts off with fighter ships, then uh, foot soldiers, and two, two walkers? Adats. AT-ATs. Yeah. Two, two AT-ATs. And the fucking rebels start off with foot soldiers and They didn't ships. even start off with the snow speeders? That's it. No. Because they're the rebels, man. They, they, can't they don't even get, shit. like, tauntauns? <laughs> and Vader is so... Oh, my God. Vader is so fucking broken. But you can play as Luke too. Yeah, but but Vader, but Vader. What? Like you can what? just you can 
aim in an opponent's direction and force choke and they die. Because he's Vader, man. He's so, how so hard is fucking he, broken. Is to kill him? Like, I guess he's extremely high HP or defense or whatever. Well, the way that it goes uh, is when you when you get a character, no matter what character it is, your HP starts at oh, okay. 100 and it drains. And then for every one kill that you really? get, you gain one HP. So yeah. It's like murder spree. Yeah. So, and um, there was one point where I was playing as Luke. Like, I had just got Luke, and I was running around. And uh, who did I happen to run into? Vader. Of course. And me and Vader got into this big-ass, like, lightsaber battle. But his stormtroopers were behind him, backing him up, and I had nobody. <laughs> So Damn. I died. How are you not get a back of Luke Skywalker? I died. The fuck is wrong with you? I was force pushing a lot of the uh, the, uh, the stormtroopers. Stormtroopers. Yeah. The whole token thing is kind of strange to me. Like you run up to a token, then you take a knee, and then you turn into an X-wing, <laughs> or into like Luke or Vader or whatever. I wish it was like the other like Battlefield games where you you're running and you just see helicopters or whatever parked in the corner of the map, and you could just get into them, you know. That would make more sense instead of, like, picking up a token, taking a knee. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of like the whole Battlefront thing, because the token thing plays off in survival also. Have you played survival? A little bit. Yeah. I uh, The stormtroopers die in one hit, which is hilarious. Uh, jetpack troopers, if you shoot their jetpack, they, like, fly around in circles and then they explode, which is really awesome also. Um... The what else? What what else do you fight there? Like ATSTs. Oh yeah, ATSTs, which are like really fucking hard to kill, but not impossible. I I liked survival. I enjoyed survival way more than I did uh, online. Yeah, it's just I don't know because you're using energy weapons like blasters and stuff that it, it feels kind of strange, as opposed to using like actual like weapons in the other battlefield games because there's there's like no recoil you're just like, pew, 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 and then and then your your gun overheats and i keep hitting like... square to reload after shooting like so many bullets yeah it just out like... of impulse and then it's so weird it does can you like reload can you like cool down your gun if you hit yeah square? Um, I when you're only when your gun is overheated you hit square and then it 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 uh makes the cool time a bit faster. Yeah. What do you think about I that? I think I think R one to use the uh the jetpack is a little weird. Yeah, you have those like cards that you load up onto your loadout or whatever and it it's like you can use it but it's limited and then it like recharges or whatever. Yeah. It's just I don't know. How do you feel about that? About that whole the way they got the card system set up, and I feel like it kind of balances it out a little bit better than uh, than other games have, like Call of Duty. Yeah. So at least everything's balanced. I remember in Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, of course, fucking everyone ran around in the set of uh, a sniper and a shotgun as a secondary, and shotguns are way too broken to like be a secondary weapon. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you have no idea what we're talking about, there's this card system in place where you can like load out your character and there's like different options for the cards. And I, I, is there like a cost to using them? No. 
I don't remember, because I didn't have a lot of time with the beta, because I, I didn't even realize it existed until there was a day left. So I only got to play it briefly, but there's a system in place where you can load out your character with different cards, and there's, like, charges and a, limited, a limit to how many times you can use it. And, I don't know, you get, like, a jetpack you can set up, but it's... It annoys me that the jetpack is, is one of the, uh, like, you have to let it... What is it? I guess cool down. Yeah, it's got a cool down, which is fucking annoying. Stuff like the um, like the grenade launcher. That's understandable because it's a it's a powerful weapon. Yeah. But the other things like the um the jetpack that just seems like you should just have it to use whenever. I also wish you could like go prone. You know, like you can like run and then you can like crouch down. You can't even no, crawl like, on the ground. Like army crawl? What if I? That's that's stupid. No, I don't no. think so. No, that's. So I'm saying, like, I want to be a sniper. You know, I want to. I've never seen anyone. I had never seen a stormtrooper crawl around, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I'd never seen a stormtrooper hit a, hit a mark either, but you know, <laughs> you can do that in this game. You can have decent aim as a stormtrooper. That's funny. Me and my friend were playing, and he was trying to shoot a ship. And he, he missed every single bullet. And I was like, you have Stormtrooper Syndrome. Like, That's canon. It's really bad. That's canon. It's crazy. But yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm definitely getting this fucking game. Do you think it's worth it without a campaign? Without a campaign? Yeah, because there's no campaign. Yeah. I mean, survival is 15 waves. And there's like, I think, like six different maps. Did you hear about the season pass? Yeah. The $50 fucking season pass? Yeah. But guess who's going to be a sucker to buy it? Me. You. They haven't even announced anything yet. I it's don't just care. like, here's 50 bucks. Just give us 50 bucks and and we promise you'll get something. I mean, it's kind of like the Batman <laughs> season pass. Fuck that. I waited pass. I waited for a while. I waited for a while and I got it for for uh 20 bucks. See, I see, I got it like bad. day yeah. 1. That's I, I can like see it being worth for, like 40 49. 45 it was some obscene amount and i haven't really played arkham knight a lot uh, after after like <laughs> i don't know That's but um, you, speaking man. of arkham knight like a brief tangent um they're coming out with a new bat suit and batmobile skin it's gonna be snyder's batman versus superman batflex suit batman um yeah i called it i i, I remember I, I was reading a or writing up an article and during the research I was doing, I felt like that was one of the suits that were they were definitely going to do. But I wish they would do like other ones, like other more radical ones. Like I remember when all those skins used to be in the game. You didn't true. have to pay extra for it. I remember playing Arkham City, a hundred percenting that shit as uh, as Batman so Beyond. Good. Well, the Batman Beyond suit in this yeah, game looks before it was amazing. it was only a Steam exclusive. I'm pretty sure now it, you can get it as like regular DLC. I don't know. I bought it came with the season pass. That's a, so. That was a really beast um, suit. I wish they had like a Batman Beyond Batmobile skin, but well, you said it was yeah, a Steam exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Well, there, there was there was two. Did that game even release back on PC again? I think they yeah. patched it. I think you can get it again. Jesus. Yeah, that was a whole different clusterfuck. Mm. I'm glad we avoided that. Does the bullet. The quote-unquote superior race. PC Master Race. 
It's not it's not PC PC players fault. It's fucking WB and releasing a broken fucking port. And it doesn't matter. Like PC PC players say that like PC is better for everything. It is. <laughs> Stan's one of those people apparently. I don't believe so. Objectively it is. It's just Why? because you're not you're not restricted to the specs of the console. You can upgrade and like endlessly uh yeah, like graphics-wise, you can add all the mods you want. Mod support. Mods is one thing, but graphics graphics don't make a game. They, they can enhance it. They do make yeah. them better. <laughs> it doesn't make it better. It makes it look better. Exactly. It's That's not, what I said. What do you think I said? You, you can't... Yeah, but the way that you said it made it believe, like, if I played Arkham... Origins on the PC that I'd love it more. No, that game that sucks. Game's, that game's trash. That's objectively trash. It's beautiful looking trash. I like using the word objectively because it it makes it makes me sound more authoritative. Objectively. You mean subjectively? No, objectively. No, subjectively. Andy, Andy, this is the um, judge persona of Stan okay, coming or, out and authoritative. talking. Authoritative. Objectively. Objection. Anyway, cool. any uh, any other thoughts about? Yeah, oh, yeah. So back to Star Wars. Oh, I'll, I'll probably catch the season pass on sale. I'm. I don't think I'm gonna get the game at launch. I'll probably wait a bit. I will probably wait for the holidays when I have more time. Because you know, Fallout comes out in November, and who will have time for anything else? Well, see, I'm buying Call of Duty, then Fallout, then fucking. By the way, you get an employee discount, right? And then fucking everything. No, you don't? Seriously? No. Oh, that's, that blows. 10%. You should get like 20 or at least. I mean, well, unused it's better. Yeah, unused used? I get 30%. What? You should get 30% new yeah. for all, this, all the stuff you deal with, with customers and retail and Thanksgiving and, and, uh, and life, yeah. And life. 12 hour days, 7 days a week. The fun, the joys. The fun, the joys. Um, it, do you, would you recommend someone buy it based on what you played? I'm, I mean, I'm buying it based on what I played. <laughs> okay. So yeah. If you are a Star Wars fan, you probably when might is it dropping? Think of it. If you're a Battlefield fan, you might want to fucking check it out. Uh, November seventeenth. Oh, close. I don't know. Uh, yeah, the seventeenth. The seventeenth. Yeah, I. Feel like Fallout releases right around the same time, so probably the same day. I if I bought both games at the same time, I would not touch Star Wars for a long time. So it doesn't make any sense. But I mean, it's not like you're you're playing a campaign in Star Wars. It's just going to be like I text you, "Hey Stan, get on Star Wars," and then we play. Star I'd be Wars. like, "No, because I'm playing Fallout." <laughs> See you later. Goodbye. Goodbye. November 10th. Yeah. So the week before. Uh, it goes down. Fallout 4 Pip-Boy Edition. So I'm going to wear that Pip-Boy around town. I'm going to be so proud. It's going to be great. No, you're not. Oh, come on. <laughs> Don't crush my dreams. I want to. I want I'm to so bad. I'm wear it to the bathroom. <laughs> I will wear it around town. And that <laughs> is my house. I'm going to wear it to the kitchen. 
and to the bed. Yeah, I mean, realistically, if I wear it to work, I'm going to get a lot of shifty eyebrows and... I want to security. Security's gonna stop I mean, me. I work in retail, so I'm gonna be like, "You see this?" Security's cool thing just on gonna my stop list? me and ask me you what it get is. Get shit in that I game. Explain it to them. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah, you are not gonna be able to go to your job wearing a pink boy, Chris. So, I'm sorry. That's not gonna me. work. <laughs> so moving on. Um, close out. The just show. one last thing. Uh, a brief special topic. So when this episode drops on Wednesday, that will be. October 21st, 2015, and that is Back to the Future Day. That is the date where Marty McFly and Back to the Future 2 ended up into the future and went to a bunch of shenanigans, you know, riding on hoverboards and seeing advertisements for Jaws 15 3D and... Oh. 19. I'm sorry, Jaws 19. Please, let's get it right. (laughs) Second time I've had to correct you guys on this show. 19. And 19. where okay. Marty steals the... I'm objectively sticking I'm with 16. That's not how you use that. I said I'm objectively sticking to 16. The judge strikes again. I don't care. That's objectively, okay? Objection. That's Objection. And, uh, and it sets off the entire <laughs> conflict of the movie where Marty loses the sports almanac to Biff. Future Biff. So I'm just wondering, if you, are you guys gonna do anything special on Back to the Future Day? Um, and the second part, well, well, the day. Oh, before, the second part. Any fond memories oh, no. with Back to the Future? I didn't know that was. Well, on uh, the day before Back to the Future Day, which is Tuesday, um, they're re-releasing Back oh, to the Future snap. on Blu-ray, and it's gonna come in this limited edition box that looks like the flux capacitor. And it comes with uh, Back to the Future, the animated so series. Well played. Well played. Yo, do you, uh, do you know like, a retail value? Like, like $60 I know or 100 or... Uh, retail value okay. is going to be like seventy nine ninety nine. I know you're going to be able to get the DeLorean in Rocket League, and so Sick. that's what I'll do. I'm also going to watch the second Good movie, stuff. probably. Um, I'm going to celebrate... Uh, at my local comic book shop that's Phantom Comics in Washington, D.C. Um, the the store owner, Matt, and the staff, they're throwing together a Back to the Future day party that evening. Some fan that lives in the area, they have they built their own DeLorean, so they're going to bring it to the store, or they're going to park it outside the store, I think. Um, so I'm really excited for that. And peop- there's going to be like a costume cause test, uh, I'm not sure if they're they're gonna screen Back to the Future in the background, but it's pr- it's gonna be pretty awesome. I, I can't wait to attend this party. I wish someone around here. You guys should come down to DC on Wednesday, Wednesday and I'm sure you know, attend with it. me. I mean, it... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, we have responsibilities. Uh, adult things. What what are responsibilities? I don't I don't know this meeting. You are a manager. You have lots of responsibilities. I have a lot of fucking responsibilities. I am well aware of this meeting. <laughs> but but when we're recording SNP, no, there's no, no such word. No objections. No so what's your fondest memory of uh, Back to the Future 2? I don't... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to pass while I think. I just... I remember watching it as a kid. And wondering if 2015 would really look like Speaking that. Speaking of which, did you guys anything. see uh, the college humor video 
it was called like what if Marty really went to 2015 it was like a s- scathing satire where Marty and Doc went to our 2015 and it shows how disappointing and how off the mark we like the the real 2015 is from the movie 2015 so kids are riding on these fake hoverboards it's just like it just shows like how depressing and how like non-fantastical our future is and we don't have flying cars we don't have hoverboards we don't have fancy self-tying self-drying clothing and and shoes um yeah oh we, we did we don't even have fusion for like mr fusion to power our cars I mean, that movie was made in, what, 85? They, they, probably... they could not have thought that 30 years from now we would be in fucking flying cars and shit. They could not have thought that in 85. And they probably just assumed that in 30 years it'd be almost the same, which is kind of what it is. It but is almost the same. We have some crazy like shit. more like, extra technology. Like iPhones and internets that like are super fast. But other than that, it's the same. They should have did. They're still re-releasing the same shitty movies as like fucking Exhibit A, Jaws nineteen, sequels, the rise of the sequels. They got that right. Yeah, I mean, what what took over the Jaws mantle? Fucking Sharknado. Close enough. I think there's only like two Sharknado movies though, right? Three? There are. Oh, that's right. There is three. Three. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's called Sharknado Three. <laughs> oh hell no! Which is what I said when I was like, they "Well, made a Sci-Fi Sharknado knows 3. exactly oh, what they're no. doing and what and they're releasing." A they, customer they... pointed out to me that's the title, <laughs> and I was like, oh. "Sci-Fi has no illusions about what it's doing." Yeah, and like the production values, they, they yeah. it, it knows. I never remember Stan and I sitting in his room watching the first one, thinking, "What?" Like the dude. First scene, dude gets bit by a shark. Alright, I'm not gonna go to a hospital. I'm gonna go to a bar. I I love the Sharknado movies. And then he, he Those t- movies are bad. They're not even, like, it's, ironically bad, you know? They're not even, like, oh, it's so bad. It's I good. think they, just, they, they make so it bad. Pur- purposely bad. It's like and people just love it, because they know they're another joke. Or rubber. Or, yeah. The fucking tire movie. Yes, I love that rubber? movie so much. It's so good. God... So stupid. It's just so nonsensical. I don't remember. Wasn't it for like your class? You no, it, it was just on Netflix, and I was like, "Let's watch this movie about a tire." And they just all happen to be shitty horror movies. Don't or... watch it. <laughs> don't watch the tire movie. Don't watch the sharks movie. <laughs> don't watch Birdemic. <laughs> Never seen that. Don't watch Ginger, Ginger Dead, Ginger Dead, Dead Man. Man. And Don't Khan watch Leprechaun. Really. At least the first one. Isn't there one called, like, Leprechaun yeah, Back to the, the Hood? Yeah, there I think, is. There, I think the original the Leprechaun had uh, Jennifer Aniston. Don't watch it. that one either. It yeah. did. Don't watch What's your it, favorite though. bad movie? Or just bad, bad movie. Not bad, good movie. Just bad, bad movie. The Room? The Room. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Awesome. We went to a screening. We went to a screening for The Room, yeah. And I met Tommy Wiseau. I, I, like, had to go to the bathroom in the middle of the movie, and, of course, I've seen the <laughs> Was he in before, character? So I was like, fuck it, whatever. And, uh, when I left, Tommy Wiseau was just, like, chilling there. It was, it was really I weird. my... I mean, he, he always... He is a character. He, yeah. 
The only thing was what am I? What am I? Old... Wasn't using his catchphrase. What a day! One of my old college buddies for um, for Magfest and, and he was supporting his Tommy Wiseau Baltimore underwear Comic Con for both times. He he cosplayed as Tommy Wiseau and it was glorious. <laughs> he stayed in character the entire day. It was great. We should do that next year. Stan will be Tommy Wiseau. I'll be Lisa. And he'll be Mark. Chris will be Mark. Well, hi, Mark. Why You're tearing Lisa? me apart, Lisa. Why, Lisa? Why? <laughs> what a story, Mark. Everybody betray me. I'm fed up with this world. <laughs> Even how he kills himself is like so anticlimactic. She's like, did, did yeah, he die? Like, I'm, I'm confused. Oh, jeez. That movie. Alright, you guys want to wrap up? Yeah. You want to call it a week? Thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, fucking anywhere. Don't forget the Instagrams. Internets, uh, supernerdpals.com, facebook.com slash group slash supernerdpals. You can At get- supernerdpals on Twitter. Yeah, Instagram, Twitter, at SuperNerdPals. You can get me on Twitter, <laughs> at SweetJustice1. You can get Stan on Twitter, at StanDoom. Doom! Doom. <laughs> Ninja for Hire. <laughs> and you can get Chris on Twitter, at K-Y-O. Ninja for Hire. That's K-Y-O. You're killing me, Lisa. Yeah, that's K-Y-O. K- K-Y-O. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> what a story, Andy. Guys, uh, thank you for listening. Please rate us highly on iTunes. Give us five stars. That gives us more coverage. People can find us better that way. And tell your friends. When this episode drops, tell your friends. Happy, tell happy your Back friends. to the Future Day. 1-800-TELL-YOUR-FRIENDS. Batman. 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 Thanks, guys, for listening and putting up with us. <laughs> Funny story, Stan. <laughs> <laughs>